Today is March 22nd. We are 10 days away from opening day. We've got some stuff to talk about. We got some voicemails. We were in Shavrana. Let's do it. Let's talk about the Yankees. Hello and welcome to Talking Yanks presented by DraftKings. We thank you very much for joining us today. My name's Jimmy. His name is Jake. In the corner, we have Bug Bug Dude. And we're getting close to opening day. As I said, we are less than two weeks away. Ten days, Jake. Are you excited? I am, James. It, it kind of hit this morning. You and I have both, big baby David, you and I have both had a couple busy freakends. You uh, got trapped in Colorado uh, for your sister's birthday. I went down to Key Jess the weekend before uh, this one to get some sun and uh, kind of tie a knot on the northeast winter. And then this weekend, we got treated to something very special that we're going to talk about in a minute. And then, yeah, when you sat down and it's there's literally one week of spring training left. Mm-hmm. So that's the one week mark. And then next Thursday, man, I mean, they count. It's going to be. Big four five on the bump. We're gonna be with big two four in the John Boy Media office. Trevor Plouffe, yeah, coming across the country. So we'll be live streaming uh, the Yanks game with our new live stream setup. That we're also can we tell the people that we're we're gonna be demoing it? Well, we are for the patrons. We're demoing it for the patrons tomorrow. So I guess if you're not a patron. Yeah. Then you can't see it. And for like two or eight dollars a month, it just seems like a good deal. It's a good deal. So I'm excited, man. I'm excited. How are you, Timothy? I'm doing well. Really excited. I mean, I just posted my six man rotation idea on Twitter, which anyone listening to the podcast has seen me or heard me say that a couple times now, but it was good to have the calendar and really flush it out. Uh, and I love posting stuff like that because you get a lot of opinions that uh, differ from your own and make you think a little differently and all that. Um, I don't think the Yankees are going to do that. I just think it's the smart move. It's Coach John Boy's play. It's not a prediction. Not a prediction. It's what you would do if you were the brass. I think they're going to give Cole the ball every five games. Um, that would be my prediction. But if you could spread out April and make it a little lighter... And then go every five games for the other five months. It just seems uh, we've seen so many injuries in the first month of the season. And especially coming off a weird last year and all that stuff. I just feel like if you can dance around April a little bit, do it. And this is a way you can dance around it, but you still are playing your best players against the better teams. So it kind of crosses all boxes for me. Yeah, there's a, that that was the aspect that I I got roped into a little bit that there is a little ooh like you can hit the Rays with Cole Kluber and Tyone like six games early in the season and try to announce 
you know, this is our new Yankees team. You know, the Rays went through some changes. Yeah. Kind of punched them in the mouth a little bit. Make them miss Snell. Make them miss Morton. Uh, we'll see. I mean, it's going to get exciting. I think they did kind of officially lay out the first three. They said that the rest days are lined up for Cole, Kluber, Tyone. The well, they haven't said it, but if you do the math, if you look at the, the way, way they've been pitching, it's yeah. a, a plus B equals C. So, Which is good and bad news for us. Yeah. Because if Tyone was the second game yeah. of the season, that meant we were going to be live streaming the first three games, which yeah. is a lot of being on uh, or like live streaming. But also bad news because now we're potentially going to be very drunk for our first. We'll be good by the time uh, it wraps up. Hopefully it'll get a, a good at least hour and a half between yeah. Forever, JMO being out and the, the lower back a little bit. Yeah. For all our listeners that have been with us for a while, it's it's time to get excited because Those burns are going to be tough, huh? Burns are going to be back. Yeah, you might want to write the first two before the whiskey shots. Yeah, we'll see. Burns are going to be back. Um Pride of the Yankees, Yankee mm-hmm. motherfucker, regular old awards are going to be back. All the things I love doing and, like, the structure of the show, it's going to be back. We also, this week on Wednesday, is the plan Wednesday, we're having Joe's McFly from mm-hmm. Pinstripe Strong on to do our annual over-under predictions. I think it's going to be the fourth year or third year. It's at 18, least 19, 20. I think it's the fourth year. I think year. it's four. I think this will be the four, fourth year we've done our over-under, which you guys send us your over-unders. They're not Vegas. A lot of times you guys call in and you give it to us and – we change it. Sometimes there's so, an over-under correction. So I think someone said, like, Mike Ford, uh, 10 home runs in the 60-game season. Yeah. And we were like, I don't think he's going to start 10 games. Yeah. But those are always fun. So that's next one. That's next episode on Wednesday. But, yeah. There, like, there'll excited. be an official tweet out for that probably by the end of the day. So you can also reply to that tweet, and we might yeah. go to the replies. For all the sickos that listen to the Yankees pre-game, talking Yankees pre-game show, yeah. I mean, we're 10 days away from that happening. That's our most weird... And I had we had described it. The pregame show is the silliest we go, and also the most like actual analysis we go all at one time. Yeah, it's gonna be that's gonna be a fun one. Trevor Plouffe again will be around. We will not let him near a microphone for that. Uh, and it's gonna be like 10 a.m. when we yeah. do the first the first pregame. But we're show, gonna so. be like full. Oh yeah, we're gonna be juiced up. I mean, Zach will be whack, and we'll. Uh, we're going to have some fun, man. And, yeah, you mentioned the Joe's McFly over-under episode. And, yeah, I mean, year four, I think. And that when we remembered that in the office, that was, like, an exciting moment. We're like, oh, yeah. Like, that's tradition. 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 Can't replace it. Homer draft. All the good stuff is coming. I was trying to see if I have the tradition sound, but I don't think I have it anymore. It's a real bummer. So real Got good other one. sound bites if you want to hear those. Let's hear one just to get loose. Just get ready for the season. Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Ooh. You Yankee motherfucker. Ooh. Oh, my God. Really getting my juices flowing. Whoa. Penis. Barbaric. <laughs> That's just a good one. It's a good one. Senator Bird. Shout out. Just Add. a good one to have. R.I.P. You know who we met up? And uh, you know who we met up with in Savannah, guys? Eric Holtz. Holtzy. That's a deep cut. Let me find the audio of it. If you're not familiar. 
The only way you're listening you to be. this and not well, we do have people that listen to this on YouTube now that aren't Yankees fans, so they probably don't have any idea. But I mean, anyone that watched the 2019 season, I mean, they know exactly what yeah. we're talking about. Every commercial break, every all single year. commercial break. At 39, I had a slap tear and ripped off my bicep tendon. Never pitch again? Yeah, right. <laughs> I think the video is on YouTube if you want to find the full thing. No. If you really Put need to watch through. the commercial. So, so we funny. Did. So, like, um, Monteclair, Montefiore, Montefiore. Montefiore doing more. Obviously, like, we'll find out what their commercial is this season because they buy up a commercial slot, like, Every half inning, I think they run their commercial on Yes Network. It was the, uh, you know, grave illness, Cara- Cor- Corazon. Corazon. Uh, the one year, it was Eric Holtz one year. And it was so funny because I was, whenever the Yankees were losing in that season, and then that commercial came on, I'd just get so mad. I'd be like, shut up, Holtz. You didn't get drafted for you. And I was uh, coming at him on Twitter. He finally DM'd me, and he was like, bro. I hate that commercial too. Like they're doing it too much, and I was like, "All right, I like this guy a lot." He's a baseball guy through and through. He he called us out. He saw us walking through the stands, and he hollered. He uh, it was tough. I mean, you know, he had a mask on, Savannah banana hat, and sunglasses, so it <laughs> could have been the Invisible Man at first. And then he took the hat off, and the the picture came together. And he he was the man. He he drove down there on a hunch. Um, he he knew one of the coaches and said screw it. Drove thirteen hours down. Was driving thirteen hours after the game back. Uh, a really nice guy, and the whole thing behind the commercial is hilarious. He didn't think it was going to be like a commercial. He thought he was just doing like up a, a buddy, like his doing the like doctor, clip. yeah, yeah, like making like an in-house clip for the doctor, and then he something that would just go up on their website, yeah, something yeah. like that. And then it was on Yes Network all the time, and it was on a billboard. And he was like, he, he said that like he would be falling asleep in the other room and he'd hear it and just be like haunted by it. It's so funny. <laughs> but yeah, no, he was an awesome guy. We were like in the dugout watching the game with him. So shout out Holtz. He's coaching the Israel Olympic team and he's very excited about that. We might have him on talking baseball when it gets closer to talk about it a little bit. Yeah. Good connection. Yeah. Other than that, Savannah Bananas baseball was amazing. Roosevelt sent us down. And I think, you know, Zach's editing the weekly dumb right now, but he will be coming out with the. A lot of clips from it at the end of this week or starting next week. And if you're down, if you're driving to the Carolinas, if you're going to Savannah, if you if you can stop by and see a Savannah Bananas baseball game, I would do it because they they put on a show. The dude Jesse, his inspiration is P.T. Barnum, who's the greatest salesman ever, uh, circus, and uh, he said he watches the Portland Mavericks. Uh, the Netflix documentary, The Battered Bastards of Baseball, which is a great, great documentary. And they were an independent league that played in, like, against all the other double-A teams. And they put on, like, crazy shows and built characters and all that stuff. So it's, it's a, like, a wild time. They got dancing first base coach, way funnier than I thought it was going to be. Cracked me up. The whole thing is entertainment. And, you know, there's a Harlem Globetrotters aspect to it. But I think the thing that's interesting is it's it's competitive baseball. I mean, it's guys that have played minor league ball. I think there's one college dude there. But, you know, there was a big-time former Yankees prospect, Jake Skull. Jake Skull. Uh, who he was hitting bombs before the game. And everyone was like, holy crap. All the guys know what they signed up for. It's It was a blast. If Yeah, like Jim said, if you're ever in the area... You got to go do it. The whole thing feels like a cushy dream or something like that. 
Oh, my God. Speaking of cushy dreams, baseball is starting. I mean, I'm already mapping out the six-man rotation, the five-man rotation, getting anxious. Is Kluber going to get a third start? The anxiety's high. I'm going to need to load up on some cushy dreams, Mm. smokable CBD. Help me out with the anxiety. I like that. You know, just like on edgeness of baseball starting. Because once opening day hits and then you kind of get into the routine, it's a little bit better. But, I mean, some games you'll keep you up at night with euphoria or with pain. So, I mean, Cushy Dreams will be there for me. Uh, It helps fight pain relief, inflammation, and more. Cushy Dreams Extraordinary CBD Rich Hemp Flower comes in one-eighth ounce cans and pre-rolled joints. It's cannabis that ships discreetly to you and directly to all 50 states. They offer indica, sativa, and, uh, yeah, you can relax, create, hustle, energy, dream. You can smoke it. Smells like marijuana, tastes like marijuana, but it's not marijuana. It's mm. completely legal. So everyone that's kicking the habit but but likes the uh, want the anxiety down and likes the taste. They're friends, and we like them. They're friends, and we that's like them. Go to CushyDreams.com, K-U-S-H-Y. And uh, use promo code YANKS for 20% off your next order. Smoke your CBD with mm. promo code YANKS for 20% off today. Smoke that kush with cushy dreams. While we were in Shavana, we actually did get to watch one game. I was going to say we didn't get to watch that, but we actually sat at a bar yeah. and watched Cole dominate. He looked really good. One of the most impressive innings I've seen in a while. Uh, Ump was also giving him a lot of low strikes, which sure. is, I appreciated that. We'll but take that. Cole knew he was getting a low strike and just pounded it like that ball right below the knees. Like, bye, 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 bye. Bye, bye, bye. Bye, bye. Some other announcements happened. Be a um, for you. Higashioka had a little side injury, so he was out for a little bit. He's back. He said he's fine. He said it wasn't anything big, but we just wanted to be extra careful. He said it's not the same as the oblique from earlier last year or whenever. So don't even worry about it. And he came back and he caught. And the game that he caught, I think they just wanted to get him in the game right away. And it happened to be a game that Cole was starting. So there was a lot of questions like, what, what, what? Is he going to, a what, what? And Boone said, nope. Gary is catching Cole on opening day. We're not starting the season off with a personal catcher. Squash that right then and there. Yeah, the let's start with Higgy. That's good news. We said when it happened that, you know, the best case is that this is spring training, and if you you feel anything, why bother? Why risk it? And it seems like that's what happened. So that's really exciting because that did open up a line of questioning about Rob Brantley or, you know, is, is there any non-roster invite catchers that were the Yanks were going to snag? And maybe they still do if, if there's a triple-A option on it with Chirino still hurt. But uh, good to have Higgy back and have, have him locked as the backup catcher heading in. And, yeah, you know, Cole, it, it's always funny. We, we get jazzed up and we're nervous about some of the Cole Homer balls and stuff. And, you know, if, 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 this, spring, if this spring outing isn't great, you know, do we have to stop – um, and by the way, he, he looked pretty, pretty good And he's been pumping 100 pretty easily during spring training So uh, be excited for, for Garrett Cole And uh, again, spin zone from last year You know, we gave him the big contract uh, And you know, at, at a certain point you think the innings and arm arm has to run out a little bit But since it was a shorter season last year, we actually saved Better Garrett Cole throughout the life of his contract. Yes, so that's He's huge. Ready to 
go. Hey, you know what I was looking at? Who are you looking at? Our friend Jake Skull, who we saw play for the Bananas. He was on the Yankees in 2015, 2016, down down below. And he had a home run. Home run. Trying to find out. It says he hit a home run in this game, but now it he's not even in the lineup, so that's confusing. Oh, Yanks just busted out the lineup for tonight, and they still won't give us the one hundy. What is it? But this is the one hundy, except they did Jay Bruce for Luke Voigt at first. Mm. But we were cho- when we were watching the game yesterday, we were joking that the Yanks, for some reason, haven't done the full lineup with Clint yet. They've done it with Guardy. Uh, so, you know, sometimes you just got to dig at the, the tough Yankee fans a little bit. But, man... Again, we've we've said it a few times, but this spring training has been refreshing with the lineups. Can you man. read the lineup to me? It's DJ, Judge, Hicks, Stanton, Glaber, Bruce, Urshela, Gary, Clint, Tyone. They're playing everyone. They're really roping me in to think they're gonna play they're gonna start guys. Like they're gonna actually play the top lineup a lot. How nuts would that be? We did this, I don't know, last Do you think episode. We're brainwashed? Yes. Yes. Think so too, but I'm brainwashing myself into thinking that they're going to start the good guys all the time yeah. now because they're doing it in spring. Got to be, dude. A philosophy change on that would be so awesome. Be great. It would be so amazing. Bruce is making the team, by the way. Just let him. Yeah, know. Bruce is on the team. I think in uh the other thing that ties into that is health. I mean, you know, as much as the Yankees love off day rest stuff, there have been a ton of injuries and. Like I just said, you know, whether it's Brett Gardner or Jay Bruce, if those guys are getting guys off their feet two times a week and everyone else is healthy, it still very much feels like the major league lineup. Yeah. So keep that going. I like it. Skull hit a home run off Brandon Peterson. See you, BP. Wow. Soft. Skull. Okay, here's some. We could have. Skull. We could have asked. Soft. We could ask Skull about these players because we saw him out in Savannah. Sure. In this lineup, Tyro Estrada was in it. Stud. Zach Ambergie was in it. And Trey. That's, and that Trey. Trey. And that's really all. Those are the only okay. guys we could ask about. Tyro opposite field. Tyro gets. They say he's going to Triple A. And then he starts in the spring game because you can still do that, which is always confusing. You're like, wait, I thought they said, oh, okay, it doesn't matter. Nothing matters at all. Nothing matters. And then he hit opposite home run. Yeah. Oppo shot. That's why That's why I, I know I joke about my love for Tyro, but his, his first homer or one of his first homers for the Yankees was that little right center slot. Like if he if he finds that, that's kind of his power, power slot. And the Yankees have a good stadium for that, Jim. Yeah, but I mean, he can't find that. It's not like he's going to ever be like a 25-homer guy. No. no. I actually picture him like ripping one down the line a lot. He like, he he either turns on it or that right center alley. Which, again, if you can find that at Yankee Stadium. Doubles turn into homers. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That dress. What else do we have on our list here? Oh, Boone also said that Cole will probably be a 200-inning guy this year. So... So that's probably, again, he's not going to do the sixth inning, all that stuff. But uh, I think they're going to burn Kluber, too. Yeah, I'm more with you on Kluber. I mean, it's the one-year rental. If he's firing it, empty the tank until 
<laughs> you find the bottom of it. Yeah. And Kluber's not going to say no, too, so I don't think you're going to have much guilt. No, he's he's, out there every five he's days. trying to prove this season that he's still Corey Kluber. And, I mean, let's let's be honest. I don't – I'm not a doctor. Yet. Yet. Um, I would like to get a doctorate from Central at some point. What do they have to lose? Just a fake one? Yeah. Well, I mean, like a fake real one. Honorary doctorate. Those are fake. Right, but, I mean, they count. Do they? Like, can you go be... You could call yourself... Do- if you get one of those... But that's all you get, title. It's like a title. Yeah. It's like being that's kni- all I want. It's, it's like being knighted by your college. Yes. Do you think you have to go to, like, a graduation ceremony to get it done? Because yeah. then you do that? Yeah, I'm going to give a speech. Oh. I'm going to give a graduation speech. Okay. I'll watch yeah, the live stream I think stream they give you a little ceremony yeah. when they do that. It'll be nice. Next graduation ceremony I go to will have to be one of my kids. You like your nieces and nephews and stuff. Oh man, I would Your hope, family. I man. would hope they don't invite me. Maybe I'm not going to Luke's honorary degrees. My brothers. Yeah. Gra- inviting someone to a graduation ceremony is one of the ruder things you can do. You want to come be bored for four hours? I think some of them have started to figure it out. I think it, like an hour and a half. That's the limit. Yeah, I think mine was under two. I went to a tiny school. So. Tiny school. How tiny? Um, like my graduating class, I think, was less than 1,400 is like the most we had in a year. I think it's down to 1,200 people. All the doorways and desks were average size, though? Yes. Br- regular proportions. Not, not a buddy the elf situation. No. Okay. Unfortunately. That's fun to think about. Miss the old lefty very, desk. Very rude to invite somebody to a college graduation for sure. Like high school, maybe if you like knew some of the kids. High school's much quicker. With. There's much high school's much. Sometimes high school's outside because it's so small and it's like on the football it's in field. June. Some colleges do outside. College graduations, because college graduations are usually you, like May. You no know one, maybe two people, if they had like a close friend that met the family. We couldn't even hear the speaker at my graduation. I told my parents yeah. over and over and over again, like, "Don't come, please, don't come. I don't want to do this." Mom was like, "We have to go. You're gonna have so much fun." As soon as my name got called, I just texted him. I said, I'm not going back to my chair. Let's leave. Tradition. Tradition. Uh, speaking of, mm-hmm. Yank- I, I was going to relay the crowd and Yankees being 20% capacity, but I didn't, ha- I didn't have it. I kind of lost it midway. The Yankees announced 20% capacity? Yeah. You had it? No, like a segue. Oh. Talking about a segue. I think you nailed it. <sighs> Frustrating. Frustrating. That'd be that's cool for people if you have the vaccine or if you show like a recent COVID test, right? Yeah. It's like, I think it's like a twenty four hour test. I think yeah, it has within to be it has to be hour. not the rapid test. And it's like within I think the results have to be from within the last two days or something. If you get the vaccine, I think you can just show them the card. Yeah. And you're good. So twenty percent will feel feel good. You still get some crowd noise. And the, the crowd noise alone, like 10, like even people, so. even the spring training crowd noise has been better. I got to get vaccinated now. I mean, I've been yeah. trying to anyway. I have asthma, so I was told I should get put to the top of the list. Yeah, but I already had COVID. I don't know what that means. I'd like to go to a game at one point. I guess yes. And like, I think the rest of society is kind of going to function off of these rules. Like, I'm sure there's going to be. Concerts and other things where you have to like if you want to go, you have to. You get have vaccinated. to show, yeah. 
So, yeah, we'll figure it out. Why don't they just vaccinate you on the way in? I had someone DM me. Like a stamp vaccination. That was oh. like, I might be able to help you get an appointment. Is that like unethical to follow up on that? I don't know. I think we're past the point of it's like the people. At, it varies state by state. My understanding is we're, most places are past the point where it's like only get it if you need it. And now it's like if you get it, you're yeah, helping we're ki- out. Okay. So. Yeah, we're kind of in full blown. If you can do it, do it. All right. I'll work on it. If I came in with a syringe tomorrow and said I got one, would you let me plug you up? Would you hit me with the syringe after that? Yeah. During. During the plugging. Yeah. Double. A plugging in Connecticut. There's also something cool going on by the stadium tomorrow. Eyes emoji. Whoa. 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 Just if you're on the social medias, make sure you check in tomorrow. That's all we'll say. Be on the lookout. Some cool's happening tomorrow. 20% capacity for opening day. I could get vaccinated. Yeah. Now that we're going to go to opening day, we're going to be sitting down live with Trev watching it. Yeah. And I don't know how many games we're going to be. At some point, we're going to want to go to a game. When's the first weekday day game? Because that's where like we can just walk over there and be there. Pop in. Although yeah. we do work, especially Although if that's like, work. especially if that's like the first game of a series, you don't have to like rush back for the pod. It's probably going to be like a weekday night game. The first one we go to, I was like, yeah. A, yeah, yeah. Once it gets hot out, we're not going to really feel like doing day games. Oh, day games in the sun. Yeah, like no. if there's unless we're doing like an event, Sunday afternoon game, record, come in fairly normal Monday. Like a what? Sunday, how are they going to do Sunday the night, seven p.m. 10,000 people? Are they? Is it still going to be, like, they should let... We saw it for the World Series. I think they're going to close off a certain number of seats so you're spaced out. Well, with I the World Series, was that 10,000 people? I think it was around there. I think it, I think it was 25%? Less. I thought it was fewer, but me, I thought it was 10%. I could be wrong very same. easily. But I think it's the I, same thing. My, they're doing it. I don't know what the... what the percentages are at spring training. World Series capacity was 25%, 11.5%. Wow. So I was picturing similar. what the Yankees were doing at 20% being like really small, but the World Series, that was, was an environment. That was fans. There was enough energy from the humans there to like get a clap going, yeah. like have like, ooh, reactions two strikes, going, two strikes, yeah. clapping. So, all right, they'll spread everyone out and it'll, it'll feel enough, you know, yeah, especially they get compared to the them in the pods and stuff like we did. But yeah, it's the. I think it's the same thing. Could we like what? How is sweets working? Could we just vaccinate the whole company and then get a company sweet? I mean, I assume you got to have the vaccine, and then sweets probably have rules. Like, what's the gathering rule right now? Is it still ten? Is it twelve? Probably it- counts the same as like whatever like indoor restaurants rules are. I don't know. I don't know. And if you get there the might, vaccine, there's probably something on like a Yankees website. If you get the vaccine, do you not count anymore? I don't. I think, I think you, you still, still do. do. In, yeah. You, in theory, can still spread it. They don't fully know. Yeah. And f- straight up, I got the first one on Saturday. Yes. So the second one. So I think April seventeenth, I get the second one. You so done anything, there, I think. You I done get. anything crazy since getting it? No, because like you're not. Ooh. I don't know. I don't know what the rules are. Lick the mailbox. I still or need something? to get the second dose. I'd lick the mailbox. Oh, man, the things they give you on the airplanes to wipe everything down is the most alcohol-smelling thing yeah. in the world. Strong. It, so strong. Probably also something about the way they pump the air into the planes. 
enhances smells. I don't know. That's me making stuff up. Sure. Yankees left fielder Clint Frazier was out for a couple days. No one knows why. He said he's he tweeted he's fine and he's Moji. back. I mean, say that, it. Well, I was just saying it could have been like food poisoning. Could We're have been. leaning poops. Or could <laughs> I mean it, it could not be that I was just saying like I'm not worried at all I don't think it was no. anything uh, you know a little food poisoning maybe went to visit someone maybe something happened in his family and the two days here and there um, uh, we we didn't we missed like the euphoria of people being like where is he but glad guy's fine hit a bullet off of Roark yesterday I uh, Roark there's not. Many pitchers I feel bad when they face the Yankees, but Tanner Roark is in that neighborhood. Hey, he, he looked good his second. They took him out, yeah. right? And then he came back, and he started pitching backwards. Like, he was throwing yeah. breaking stuff early, and he used the fastball on strike three. Roark did. Because I felt really bad. Because when he went, it was like, oh, my God, dude. Like, this is not good. Then he actually he actually had a couple good innings afterwards. So, good for Roark. But... Wade had two doubles in that game. Then he made a base running blunder on a judge hot shot to third. Which it's spring training, and maybe he's like just trying to take the extra base all the time. But it is a little tough when, you know, your one your biggest attribute is defensive pinch runner. Like you gotta kind of be perfect on the base paths. His best attribute is speed. His base running itself. Because he did this last spectacular. Yeah. Yeah. I mean he he's okay, I'll his speed is incredible. His base stealing it's alone good. is very good. We've seen a couple base running blunders, and I guess, you know, it also comes with the territory a little bit if you're going to be the guy that pushes the envelope on that. Um, the one to third was a little – that was that was kind of bad. But, hey, spring training. Whatever. Yeah, kind of a simple rule. And then he didn't even, like, run all the way back to second and get in the run or whatever. But, yeah, I think he, he ran into some outs last year, right? Like, he came in as a pinch runner and then got, like, I remember he got hung up on a ball to right field where yeah. he just took off. So, yeah. I mean, Something to watch. Something to watch. You know, in theory, that's going to be his most important role on this team. So, Rourke, the last four years, has not been good. Yeah. yeah. Like, when the Yankees face him, it just it feels like tea time. Well, he was spinning that curveball. Tea time. That looked. And then he did tighten it up, so I don't want to be too too mean. But, you know, Tanner Roark, I mean, what are you going to do? Yeah. What are you going to do? Anything else? Are you excited? What, Dietrich, you have any movement there? No movement on Dietrich. I'm, I'm still not bought in on Gio Urshela, our everyday third baseman, being the shortstop insurance. I think they want Wade. Um going to be interesting to see how that plays out if Dietrich is maybe okay with a minor league assignment I think that would change everything I think he would be a part of this season for sure um but you know the the guy stumbles into MLB opportunities so a little nervous about that because very much on the Jay Bruce train I think Bruce is there yeah it all signs point to that he's acted like that from day one and I think there's something very apparent to being an MLB veteran that can still do it Looking at a guy like Mike Ford, who I'm I'm not saying this in a rude way, but Jay, like look at the guys who have three hundred plus career home runs. 
Like that's a that's a really special major league baseball career. And if he still has any of that in the tank, that's better than taking a chance on Mike Ford figuring out whatever his major league career may be. So um and I I think that was kind of the important part when they said that Tyro, Ford, and Krisky were sent to the AAA site. The the fact that they kind of put forty out there and made that line in the sand. Yeah, I, I, I mean, and they kind of didn't need to. They didn't need to. I don't think anyone thought the fact they thinking. did that. I think you know that that was impactful. So, um, yeah, man, still feel bad for Ford because our reaction video. Yeah, I think we can talk that through though. I think he's Fine. a pretty logical Jersey guy, smart Princeton guy, guy, Princeton guy. How many runs did the how many runs did the Yankees get off Roark in the 2020 season? He started 3 games against them. 12. BBD, do you have a guess? No guess from BBD. Guess. 14. And yeah. 14 runs in 12.1 innings off Roark. Last it's just year. brutal. I mean, they did a collage of 6 uh, home runs. Judge Judge ripped a single, Voight ripped a double, and Clint ripped one off the wall, and it was just like it looked like batting practice. Um, Voight's moving pretty well. How about mm-hmm. that, Jakey? Analysis. Faster. Something I'm pretty tough on him about. He was moving well. Well, all the foot stuff is gone. Foot stuff, and he lost a little bit. We never got to kind of see. He lost stuff last year, but he had the foot. But stuff. he had the foot. So stuff, we never so... saw him fleet a foot with yeah. the skinny body, good this, feet. This spring, he had. He had the little flare-up with whatever the knee thing was. So I was preparing myself mentally for knee stuff, but then he like came back and like did that weird tag at third. Mm. He had a nice underarm throw the other day. The Voight. Did you see... So, want to know something interesting? Roark. Everyone was bombing him, right? Yeah. So Hicks gets up to the plate. I think he walked in his first at-bat, obviously. Maybe he didn't. But he struck Hicks out. Hicks was swinging at everything. He swung over his curveballs. I think Hicks was like, all right, here's a pitcher I can hit no matter what. I'm just going to be aggressive. And then got got. And it's like, Hicks, we're team walk now. Yeah. Like, I, this is my mindset when Hicks comes to play. I laugh at the pitcher and I say, try to not walk this dude. Yeah. Do your worst. Try to not walk him. He got two walks the other day. Yeah. Being a Hicks walk enthusiast has changed my life. Is he leading baseball in walks? And what's our spring training stat site? He uh, CBS. Yeah, MLB has it. I don't. I mean, this is just the Yankees, but he has. Oh, I can do it. He has eight walks. Nope. Uh, there's there's a lot of guys with more than eight. God damn it! Jake Fraley, J.D. Davis, Jake Bowers, Jose Rojas, Mauricio Dubon, and J.B. J.P. Crawford. Is there a number of games discrepancy readily available? The whole thing smells fishy to me. Well, Hicks has 12 games, 27 at-bats. So, J.P. Crawford does have one more at-bat, 13 more, one more game. So, no. 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 Um, Whatever. Yeah. Disappointing for sure. He's the only one that has... Kike Hernandez has four doubles and eight walks. Hicks has three doubles and eight walks. And they both have one home run. They both have four RBIs. And Hicks has more strikeouts. Damn it. Mm. Hicks. And by the way, just a reminder of what spring training is. The hitter 
that's like actually playing that has the highest OPS in spring training this year is Sean Kazmar, uh, the in the thirty six year old infielder for the Braves. So that's awesome. Yeah. He's got a 500 batting average, 7 for 14. Shohei Otani's up there too, man. Yeah, Otani's having a spring. Holy I hope s- he's good. Holy smokes. Otani's got a 636 batting average? Remember when he was didn't want to come to the Yankees? Yeah. Skurred. Skurred? <sighs> Wasn't the actual answer, like, really heart-filled, though? He was just like... Like I believe in myself, but I'm kind of worried about New York, and I don't want to disappoint. Like I don't remember that. I think it was because he knew Epler. He knew Epler. I know he like wanted West Coast, Japan, but he didn't like go for the most money, and he didn't go for the most competitive environment because he could have picked like Yankees or Dodgers or something. I thought it was because he knew he knew Epler, the, the Angels GM, who was the Yankees GM. From the time he was like fourteen years old, he had they had been in contact and stuff. I think he gave a like a I, really. I know there were, there was some too. sort of just but made whatever a connection you're soft with the angels. Wow, come play for the Yanks and be if you're really good. Yeah, if not, we're busy. But we got answer with kind of a stunk to this point. If he was on the Yankees and he's been like hurt this whole time, and we'd be maybe it's the curse of the 2018 Rookie of the Year. That's what they're mm. calling it. The curse of the 2018 Rookie of the Year. Rolls off my tongues. Anduha. Speaking of. You want to do voicemails? I think so. We have a couple voicemails. Brought to you by DraftKings. DraftKings, what's their crazy what's their crazy offer this time? DraftKings Sportsbook Mecker Top Raiders for Average Sport New Customer International Reaction. Oh, it's still this crazy one. Bet $1 on any tournament game, and if your team wins, you win $100. It's that simple. Who's in the office today? Maddie Mass is a big Nova fan? Villanova guy, yeah. Okay. But he has no faith in them. He's not shaving until they lose. That's great news. What's Tom? Who's his uh, team? Rutgers? Jaspers, right? Jaspers? Well, he worked for them. I don't know if right. he's still there. Did, did, is Rutgers still in it? No, they lost in dramatic fashion. So Houston. Yeah. So yeah. bet on Big Houston. Comeback. Houston. Quentin Hubner, friend of the program from Houston, just got engaged, put a bet on his team. You $1, you win $100. Call it the Quentin Quality Quet. Quet. So what is it, one for 100? Well, you bet $1 on any team and you win $100. Don't worry if basketball isn't for you. DraftKings Sportsbook has 100 to 1 odds on select fighters for this weekend's UFC 260. It's safe, secure, reliable, and you can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code JOHNBOY when you sign up to turn $1 into $100 if the college basketball team of your choosing pulls off the win. That's code JOHNBOY to turn $1 into $100 for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in Indiana. 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Take that, mink man! Hey, don't, don't. That's no need to bring him into this. I mean, that's. I mean, he's the fast talking. You were just like the loud young guy that talks shit to the mafia, and everyone like looks up. It's a it's sign like, of respect, though. Like McMahon is just be careful the dude it. when you want to talk fast and give someone news. But didn't you say eat shit, McMahon? I said take that. 
I mean, that's ba- that's the 2020 version of each shit. It's like when Gardner pops a home run and then he goes up to Judge and he's like, how you like that? Okay. Like he knows he's not better than Judge, but in that moment he's like, you know. Okay. I can say a little something here. It's a respect game. Okay. No one does it like the Mink Man. I think he's retired actually now, though. So, coming for you. Just the fast-talking guy. What is job? It's good at it. Do anything you want in this like, world. How many auctions do you think Mink Man also did in his in his the course of his career? He's too proud for that. You think so? Yeah. I think once you, I think he reached the pinnacle when you become a fat. But he maybe did some auctions to get there. Maybe on his way on his way on up. His way. Cause you gotta. He's brought in as a celebrity auctioneer. Oh, like the Steiner Sports, maybe. Yeah, bringing the Mink Man as the celebrity auctioneer. But he only does like one item. Yes. He does the biggest he item. Yeah, so he comes in at the, the end. The finale. Yeah. Yeah. First time he did it, he missed something. Missed a guy in the back. That guy didn't win. It was mayhem. It was actually Steinbrenner's best. All right, here's a voicemail. Hey, John Boy Jake. Uh, so my question is that of the last 10 AL pennant winners, not including 2021 last year, um, only one team has gone sub-500. Um, in their first 30 games. So I'm wondering, for you guys, how important is the first 30 games for the Yankees, and do you have any expectations for those first 30 games? All right, guys, talk to you later. Bye. Okay, so how did he start in the, the last 10? Amer- last what? 10 years, not counting last year, every year in the first 30 games, the team's been above 500. Was that it? Um. Boys, you talking about division? Let's listen to it again. I'm going to put my Run it back, first. okay. Hey, John Boy Jake. Uh, so my question is that of the last 10 AL pennant winners, not including 2021 last year, um, only one team has gone sub-500. Right, so pennant. So won the ALCS. AL. Okay. Won the American League. And then he AL says last, he says last yes. year 2021, but last year was 2020, not 2021. Um, so none of them... Um, in their first 30 games. so None of them had a losing April. Basically. Okay. How much stock do you put in the first 30 games? You don't want to be below 500. That's for sure. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's It's also how it feels, you know. Baseball is a grind. It's a long season. So if I, I think it kind of goes into the spring training effect for me a little bit. Like we talked about, and we kind of knocked on wood a lot that a lot of the things we needed to see this spring training we've seen. Mm-hmm. Like Tyona's looked pretty solid. Kluber looked pretty solid. Herman, Monty have looked great. Gary had a couple times he went the other way. I know the rest of the numbers are coming back down to earth, but. Like we, you know, we said this with spring training that our Yankees spring training bingo, the board was checked off pretty good. That if we have a tough first month of the season, but we're still checking the right boxes, you know, I would, I would just be expecting things to go quickly after that. When's the last time you think the Yankees had a losing month? A losing month or yeah. a losing April? I mean, last year, right? They didn't have a losing month last year, no. Not during the 10-game 
I guess they it depends sold. where it landed. It was, it was very close. It split. It was like something. It was like a twenty. It was like a five nineteen win percentage. Five nineteen. Fourteen and thirteen, and fourteen and thirteen in August and September. Double fourteen and thirteen. Love that. Uh, yeah. When's the last time you think they had a losing month? Month. Um. Twenty sixteen. 2017. That 2017 team was, only had two good months. Right. August and June were both losing months for the 2017 Yankees. So, you know, I've said it a lot. You need two good months, and then you need to be 500 the rest of the way, and you can win the division. Uh, there's six months of baseball. So, But 18 and 19, they never had a losing month. In 2016, they had a... Really bad April. They weren't eight and fourteen. So the last time they had a losing April was in twenty sixteen. Man, that uh, it's funny scrolling through. I mean, God, some good Yankees ball clubs the past couple years. Yeah, I think the '09 Yanks were five hundred. Were below five hundred after April. Think so? I don't know if you've got that hand. That twenty nineteen March, Jim, one and two. I didn't count that. <laughs> mm-hmm. 2009, I mean, I know they were bad, and then and then like Cash A-Rod talked to them. Back and Cash talked to them. They were 12 and 10, so 545 winning percentage in 2009. So, all right, Jake, we have the Yankees schedule, right, in, the, sure. in April. Where is it? 2021 <laughs> Yankees it? schedule. What's your yeah, guess they... for how they do? He asked how the, how, what we thought they were going to do in April. In April. That was how we ended that, right? Yeah. How do you I mean, they, they, they've got a bunch of series. That they certainly would like to get the wins because they start off Jays, Orioles, Rays, Jays, Rays, Braves. I have them. So not being fans. Well, let me just see where I land. I'm, I'm going to see where I land and then you see where you land. I'm okay. just going to count wins here, okay? So we're just we're going to mentally count for a minute. Yes. BBD, you want to talk to the people about something that's on your mind? I don't know. Just chance. Uh, I mean, that April got a couple series with the Orioles who got off to a good start last year. Maybe they they think they can surprise people again. It's not going to be a pushover team, you know. You know they can hit a little bit. Um, trying to catch people by surprise again. So yeah, Cleveland's in there. Be nice to see teams that aren't twenty six. Twenty six games in April. Yeah, yeah. I had them at sixteen and ten. Sixteen and ten. That's a pretty nice start. They're gonna be healthy for half of April. Um, those two. I weeks. actually had them at. I actually, if I'm being honest, yeah, I had them at fifteen wins, and then I thought the math was easier. Once I found yeah. out there was twenty six games, That's I fair. just gave them an extra win and bumped it to sixteen and ten because that was easier than uh, fifteen and eleven. Honestly, what dictates it, and it's kind of dumb when you actually get into schedule and baseball and the results, like those those seven Baltimore games kind of dictate it completely. I had them winning um, five. Okay. Of the seven. Because that's the thing. I think there's there's a world where it's early in the season and the Yankees win four of those games. There's a world where the Yankees punch it and go 7 and 0. Oh. Um and I think that depends if you land at 15 and 11 or if you win at 
17 and 9. So you have them what's your I'm going to go 17 and 9 just to one up your math and be optimistic cuz it's before the season and we're excited. So okay, wow. the fan kicked in. Oh my god. Sorry. You said do it not as a fan. No, I asked. Oh, okay. I asked BBD, if we were what do you have them going fans. in April? Uh I have 26 and 0. Actually, yeah. I don't see a loss on the on the slate. Smart. That's cool. I don't plan on losing. That would be nuts. Don't think it's going to happen. What's the best April ever in MLB? What's the best April ever in MLB? Google, 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 Google. Best April ever in MLB. That's what I searched. AskJeeves.com. The best April ever. These articles stink. The 1984 Tigers. What'd they do? Didn't they win the division by April? 35 and 5 start. That's pretty good. 1985? 1984. Yeah, 85. Like the most. No, thank you. Bad year. It appears, based on the first link I clicked, the most wins to start a season was thirteen and zero. The nineteen eighty two Braves. Yeah, we're looking at the same yeah, article. Thirteen and zero. The Yankees went like nine and zero in two thousand four. I think they went ten and zero in two thousand four. Remember, we had that assistant teacher at Pomprog that would do Chris Farley impressions. Yeah, I forget his name. Yeah, he was in a Keanu Reeves movie. He was like an extra Good on guy. SNL. Really nice guy. Whenever that year the Yankees were like 10-0, and and he did like a Chris Farley down by the mm-hmm. river, but about the Yankees never losing a single game in like history class. So I have that imprinted okay. in my brain. Okay. Looks like the best start through 25 games, the 55 Dodgers went 22-3. and three. The best April. 21-4. The Tigers in 84 went 18-2 and two in April. I'll take it. And then 19 and 7 in May. Jeez. 1946 Red Sox went 49 and 1. Well, they were cheating. Yeah, probably. Illegal. That was not cool of them. Can I get some juice? I can get you some juice. The Yankees went 40 and 10. All right. So we between 15 and 16 wins in April. No, no problem. No funny business, right? We we didn't even say that with bias. Because, I mean, Cole's going to be good. Tyone and Kluber need to show that they're in. So, yeah, it's there. It's there. When we do the Yankees TPP on Talking Baseball, I'm going to try my best to have my brain that I had before spring training started. Because I've been so swindled into just right. being like, yeah, Tyone and Kluber, they can, well, not Kluber, but Tyone's going to be great. And like Herman and Monty are going to have their best seasons ever. Like I'm fully, I'm fully there as a Yankees fan. And maybe when the first season starts, like that charade kind of starts wearing off, I start getting first game and I start getting mm-hmm. nervous. But my optimism is high. Yeah. I mean, Kluber's the one for me that that's really the pivot point. Because if he comes out and he looks good, man, I mean, again, there's a body of work behind that. That's like, damn. <laughs> like, I, we're, we've kind of, in our head, we've mentally done this thing where, like, if Corey Kluber's good, you know, he goes out and he's, like, if Corey Kluber gives us 20, 25 starts and he's a 380 RA, we're like, claps. Can I? That's what can we I, wanted. Can I? Pre- His body of work is a lot better than that. And if he starts twirling some gems in April... I mean, can I prep everyone? Blood in the wiener. I'm not. I think I'm going to be annoyingly oh, skeptical. You'll be in the bathroom tugging on that bad boy. 
I think I'm show it. I think I'm gonna be like an annoying like uh yeah, we'll see. We'll see. It looks good so far, but we'll see if it stays until we get to like the postseason. I'm predicting if Kluber comes out and his first three starts, his ERA is under three. I think you're gonna. I think the lasso is gonna catch you. I almost want him to like have to battle a little early on, because if he comes out and is like ten strikeouts, five innings pitched, zero earned runs, I'm gonna be like, well, that's great, but this ain't gonna last. Lasso's coming in. I'm just warning everyone. I'm I'm so. We'll see, but I think he's gonna break you. We'll see. I I think I'm gonna be like, well, well, because I mean, if he's not there in the postseason, then like. Paid ten million bucks for him, so we'll see. We will see. We got another voicemail. Hey guys, Alex here from Westchester County. Love what you guys are doing. Looking forward to getting back to the stadium this year. So I got a question for you about food. What's the food that you missed the most last year? What are you looking forward to having? Also, pick the food where, with every beer you drink at the stadium, you have to have this food. So have a beer. Have a hot dog. Have a second beer. Have your second hot dog. Third beer, third hot dog. Which food would you pick to match up with your beer and why? Go Yanks. Bye. Uh, kernel of popcorn per beer? That way, I, Yeah, that's tough. I'm I want to throw big, up. I like to eat and drink separately. If you do a hot dog and a beer and just go Babe Ruth on them, like you're gonna throw up. I'm just <laughs> yeah. gonna throw up, and I'm not gonna have fun. At some point, do you say you have to drink a certain amount? Well, he said for every beer you have to have this thing. Matching. So I think the best realistic thing, and if you had to do them one at a time, like if I get a chicken bucket and I probably eat five chicken fingers, and then I also have five beers, that's probably a normal good. If time. it's a tender per beer, tender that per math beer. can work out. Yeah. Um, Pretzel, they got pretzels, right? Is that an angle? But I mean, a pretzel can add big. up pretty chicken quick. Chicken fingers yeah. are like kind of the perfect size. Well, that's yeah. that's the problem because chicken fingers. I mean, does that turn into three fingers per beer? No, because then that gets out of. We're making the rules here. Well, it's one chicken finger per beer. It's perfect. It's a perfect time. Yeah, I, th- I think the chicken fingers are. They make the most sense. Size-wise, that makes sense. I mean, it depends how much you th- think you're going to be. Honestly, I would say like, like Kobayashi, four, a four ch- hot dogs. Four chicken fingers, four beers is probably a game for me. It's probably kind of what I would do. I mean, I could probably really jack up those like lame plates of nachos. The just the chips and the those cheese. Those are gross. Yeah. He said like it's what? Like essentially a handful yeah. of nachos. What food do we like miss from being at the stadium? Um, chicken bucket. The cheesesteak in that one area was always good. You don't think about it, but the, yeah, they do have it is pretty good there. That cheesesteak, uh, and then like I do like just like a hot dog. I don't really eat, yeah, hot dogs. A hot dog at places. the stadium so, like, is a hot dog and a some, beer. Something about that. It's a it's a nirvana. I almost don't feel like I'm truly there. Yeah. Until you have like hot dog, beer, stadium, sitting down, hanging out. You need your fi- hands filled. Yeah. Yeah, I think if you're going like four or fewer hot dog, you'll be fine. There's a world where if you're hungry, you can do three to four hot dogs and beers, no problem, and be in an okay place. Yeah, you're just gonna have a either tough way, asshole the next day. Well, either way, yeah, chicken finger beer asshole ain't that different. Oh uh, yeah, chicken fingers. 
We don't let my brother eat hot dogs. How are you feeling? You had like four chicken fingers and four beers yesterday. I feel okay. I mean, always butt stuff. That's just life at this point. But yeah, Luke Voigt. I don't think there's any other food. Dip and dots. That's not Yankee Stadium. Yeah, that gets tricky. Could, could go for dip and dots at all times. Oh, this banana cream soda at uh, Savannah was so mm. good. Sweet. Kind of tasted like melted banana split dip and dots, carbonated. It was good, and I liked it. Anything else we got to talk about? I mean, there's a game tonight at 6 o'clock. The lineup dropped incredibly early. Kay Sterling. Okay, Sterling tonight. That's fun. Tomorrow will be for I think we're we're testing out the live stream because we're doing it in a new room in the office. And we have a bunch of new equipment. So if you're a patron, tune in. And but if there's technical difficulties, you've been warned. We're testing and trying things out. To try out. So it may not go swimmingly. Um It might not be ready by fr- at first pitch. Yeah. But Got you talking baseball before and all that. Other announcements. If you've been with us for a long time and you've tuned into a lot of our other content, uh, Laughs from the Past Season mm-hmm. 10. Uh, first episode is dropping tomorrow on the Laughs from the Past podcast feed. And if you want the video version, you can go to the John Boy Jake TV YouTube channel. That's where they're going to be from from now on. So tune in for that. Where uh, It's historical sleuths. Jake and I are solving crimes. And we solved the first one. Easy. I forget what it was, but we got it. Easy money. Bam. Anything else, Jake? Not really. It's all, uh, you know, you and I are, are bad at the fake ad stuff. If you're a baseball person and you're not watching Chris Rose rotation, you're, like, missing out on something really cool. Oh, yeah, the Blake Snell episode was <laughs> yeah, awesome. Yeah, Snell just dropped today with Trevor May. So, cool. Oops. I did it again. Go Yanks. Tell them, Grams. Go Yankees.